0: attention,
1: please. Stop walking while I'm
0: squawking. All aboard. Hi, everyone.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to 2022 in Gen D, Generation Disney. Happy New Year, Dana.
0: Hey, happy New Year to you, Adam. So
1: we're probably utterly confusing all of the listeners right now because this is the third podcast to air in 2022, but in Uh, The weird time machine when we record these, it's actually New Year's Day, January 1st, 2022, right now.
0: It really is. We I thought we were being <laughs> sneaky last time when we were recording, and I was like, hey, it's the new year, but he hee hee, it wasn't. It was really <laughs> December. So now you all know our very fancy tricks over here. We obviously record these in advance.
1: Podcast magic. You know, some of them are like nuts. Some of these podcasts I listen to, like how far in advance they bank them.
0: Oh, yeah. Like
1: um, Nicole Byers' uh, Why Won't You Date Me? Mm-hmm. She's like two to three months out. Wow. When she airs these things. It's crazy. And I'm like, you're a comedian. How do you... Do that and react to uh, current events. But, oh, by the way, very not PG rated. But um, if you have not watched Nicole Byers' new comedy special on Netflix.
0: Oh, I haven't yet. I hear oh great Oh, my gosh.
1: Things. Dying laughing. Dying laughing. Like, she's so, I mean, because she sits there and does Nailed It on Netflix, which is like the most family friendly thing you could do. And then you listen to her comedy and you're like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, um yes. We were. It's it's over an hour long. It's just hilarious, and she is she is a talent. It was incredibly funny. Anyway. Oh, cool! Um, I can't wait to watch. Happy it. Happy New Year!
0: Happy New Year to you. Uh, my New Year. I don't know about yours. Mine was pretty ridiculous. I have a bulldog <laughs> named Marla, who all of you have heard me talk about before. And there was no amount of puppy Prozac we could give this dog that would stop her from like panting and sweating and freaking out over the fireworks. So it was truly not a great New Year's Eve for us. Like she couldn't chill at all. We tried to watch some Harry Potter. Uh, we Oh, we made our jet juice. That was the best part of the night. We made jet juice.
1: So jealous.
0: I love it. It's so good. Um, and we put it in our Wally World moose mugs nice. that I've talked about before. <laughs> so it was moose juice. And um, that was th- truly the best part of the night. The rest of the time, we were just, like, taking care of this dog and trying to watch Harry Potter and, you know, not really paying attention.
1: Well, I feel your pain because our dog also is deathly afraid of fireworks and living in Oakland, where they seems to be every night in Oakland is an excuse to shoot off fireworks. Um, So she last night... so. <laughs> Uh, We were in bed by 930. We had a a, a bottle of Moet that never made its way out of the fridge. So maybe we'll drink that tonight. Um, Yeah, we were in bed by (laughs) 930. Uh, Noah woke up screaming at 10 when the fireworks started at 10. And then they started again at midnight. And Carmen was barking her little head off. And we had to grab her, get her into bed with us. Uh, meanwhile, that woke Noah up, and then Noah proceeded oh. to wake up every couple hours last night. So we are doing we're we're starting 2022 off uh on the right foot here.
0: <laughs> I hope you guys have some strong coffee over there in the uh, Sea Crest. I need another
1: one. Speaking of my favorite coffee <laughs> place, closes at 1:30 today. So let's get rolling because I need that coffee. Yeah. Um. So speaking of New Year's, I. Uh, I don't know if you watch this. I admittedly have not, but we're gonna pull it up on YouTube later today. That's our plan. But Disney Parks is continuing their uh, new—I guess you could call it new tradition—of streaming big special events in the parks and fireworks shows on the Disney Parks blog YouTube page.
0: We did watch it. We oh. watched it uh, because you know we're on the West Coast, so it was—it was "quote unquote" live. It was still delayed. You know they put it on um earlier so ryan and i watched it after ray went to bed and actually we won ray and i watched the 2019 leading into 2021 because it was just the first one that popped up yeah and i needed to do the fake out of hey ray you stayed up till midnight and it was really like 8 (laughs) 45 so i put that on so she could watch it so i kind of watched two of them in one night and it was a little depressing watching the you know 2020 ones i'm like oh if we you sweet only sweet summer children, you have no idea what is in store for you. But
1: um, how yes. was it? So how was the new one? The 2021 the new one, one was
0: great. That I will say the 2021 was a little depressing, obviously, because they were saying, like, hey, in a couple of months, all these rides are about to open, like ratatouille. And I'm like, or, you know, two years from now that ride's <laughs> going to open up. Uh, so this, the one that we watched this time was just much sweeter. It was a le- less on the, like, overall announcements. They did a lot more on the, like, hey, it's our 50th, and that's a big milestone, and we're really proud of ourselves for getting there. Um, and then, of course, the incredible fireworks display, which is in- amazing. But you know from watching it, like, the- it pales in comparison to... Just to be there. Like when I worked at Disney, we were there for the 4th of July season. Yeah. And I will never forget seeing those fireworks. I mean, it was the best fireworks show I've ever seen in my life and will always be the best fireworks show. Of course it was. It
1: was Disney. So,
0: you know, no no snubbing people who wait in those insane crowds on New Year's Eve to watch the park fireworks because they are worth it if you can handle the crowds.
1: So did it star Disney's version of Donnie Marie singing covers of Disney songs throughout the show as well?
0: It didn't. This Are you talking about the one this year?
1: Yeah, the one this year. 'Cause I'm thinking of their new no. fireworks show that is all Donnie and Marie covers of Disney songs.
0: It was um a couple of the songs from their new show and then they had some of the classics. And I remember they had a close up of Tinkerbell flying in the air. Uh, and they had a lot more fireworks surrounding the whole section. And they pulled the camera back so you could see them like all the way over by uh Space Mountain oh, as that's well. Cool. So that was Really neat to see. Uh, that's yeah. cool.
1: Well, look, I think this is a cool thing they've been doing. They did this for the 50th anniversary. They did the new show from uh, Epcot. They've like done it all on YouTube, and I really think that's cool that they're starting to do these. Big special events in the parks. I'm sure people will complain to be like, I paid blah, blah, blah to go to the park to see this. Well, again, it's not the same watching it on your TV as it is watching it at the park. But it's still pretty cool for everybody who can't be there to be able to get to experience it. So I hope they keep these live streams up uh, and going.
0: 100%. I think that they will because it just, you know, it only helps with their marketing, too. of yeah. Like, hey, you like this? Come see this live uh, down here in Florida or at Disneyland. So. Okay, we'll keep them for a while.
1: So, next thing, my clearly what has become my new favorite thing to talk about this year uh, the merch, the merch drama with the parks. Because (laughs) if Bob Chapek's going to be in charge, all we're going to be doing is talking about merchandising. Um, So, merch, merch, merch. Uh, More merch drama. Last week we talked about the spirit jerseys that shipped out and were just complete trash. Uh, This Mm -hmm. time. The the internet, the Disney internet, which I feel like you have like the black internet or like the dark. What do we call it? Like the dark web. The dark web that exists. This is like the Disney web, which is its own deep, deep it's like journey Disney four chan message boards and chains. And yeah, 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 Disney four chan. Anyway, <laughs> the Disney internet uh, was very unhappy because apparently, like. Okay, we we've all seen the videos of like when a new like okay, the Starbucks 50th anniversary tumblers that were released and like it was like Black Friday mob scene of angry angry white people. It was angry white people, let's just be honest. Uh-huh. Of angry white yeah. people tearing each other's throats out to get Starbucks tumblers, right? Um <laughs> So we all saw the videos and then Disney was like, surprise, we just replaced them and there's more. We're not going to run out. And you can still get them at both parks. I think you can get them at Disneyland too. Um, So
0: Those videos reminded me of the movie Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) Schwarzenegger when he's trying to get the Turbo Man doll. But that was exactly what – if you did not see this when the 50th back in early October started, just watch Jingle All the Way. That's exactly what the interior of the Emporium looked like in all those videos of people like – Going nuts and like yeah. pushing and shoving for folks a Starbucks tumbler, <laughs> just a tumbler.
1: By the way, speaking of Starbucks colors. tumblers, the coolest tumbler and we almost bought it but we didn't is Starbucks has their own line of Hawaii collection stuff at all their Hawaii oh. Starbucks. Um, they cool. had this green and yellow pineapple textured pineapple tumbler that was really cool. <gasps> oh. We almost bought it but we didn't.
0: I've seen those. They're cute. they Are they kind wait, does it look kind of like Geodesic? Yeah, 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 in a yeah, way? yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. We almost bought it. They That's have all cool. kinds of really good stuff. I guess because coffee is such a thing in Hawaii and like they have some really good coffee. And yeah. You don't really want to go to Starbucks when you're in Hawaii because they have so many better options for coffee. Uh, this is their way of getting you to go because their Hawaii specific merch is pretty cool. But anyway, back to Disney merch. So the drama now, this morning's drama, which I read at you know, three o'clock this morning when Noah was up. Uh, so <laughs> the last couple of years, every year they've launched like a new collectible thing. You had Minnie Mouse main attraction uh, items at the parks. And then apparently last year, the big thing on Shop Disney were these stitch crashes. And they're really cute. And it's basically stitch dolls or collectible stuff stitches with like mm-hmm. different Uh, It's like he crashed the Little Mermaid. And so it's a Little Mermaid print on Stitch or it's a Cinderella print or frozen print on Stitch. And every month for the last year, they came out with a new one, but they would sell out super fast. So it was like the typical Disney get into the virtual queue waiting to go buy it on the day they got released. And they were gone instantly because people would buy them and then resell them for eight times as much online. Right. Because Disney has not figured out how to put a stop to the reselling drama that they have. So, yep. apparently, on the sh- there's like there's the Shop Disney site, the main one in the U.S., and then there's Shop Disney UK, where I have actually ordered a couple things from and had it sent to my mother's-in-laws because they have different products over there and sometimes better products. Oh. Like they had a really cool holiday sweater one year that you couldn't get here that I liked, and so I bought it, shipped it to my mother-in-laws, and that's how we got it. So. What they do, what they did was on the Shop Disney UK site, all of a sudden they re released like most of the Stitch Crash dolls and put them yeah. in discount. And just threw them up there. And apparently it ticked off the entire Disney internet because they were just furious that they couldn't get them and blah, blah, blah. And how dare they? And I waited in hours and so rude and blah, blah, blah. One person was like, I am a Disney, blah, blah, blah. And I'm DVC and this and that like nobody gets status. Give me a break. This is an airline. So anyway, the internet's (laughs) angry that Disney re-released them and sold them to the UK. Part of me is wondering if they just did that because nobody in the UK was able to buy them. Initially, and so they had more in stock, Maybe. and they were like, "Let's release it to the UK and Europe." I don't know.
0: I mean, that makes sense. I I just don't, in general, I do not understand this like crazed phenomenon that is Disney merchandise, and I
1: well, it's the like, reselling. Obviously,
0: I love Disney. We made a podcast about our love for Disney, but I don't, I don't it's get the it. Reselling. And you're right, it is the reselling.
1: People are making a mint reselling disney collectibles which i do not know how that's a legal and disney has not sued all of them because these people are making right? crazy money off disney products
0: well mark my words there will be a lawsuit i'm sure in our future with this and there'll be some sort of regulation that will occur probably within the next year well, or two it's just about it's this. the
1: reselling thing is getting completely out of hand like Even with tickets, right? Like the Adele ticket fiasco in Vegas, where you had to, I mean, that was a whole thing. You had to go on, register as a verified fan, be put into a lottery to find out if you were given an opportunity to buy these. Let's not talk about how ridiculously expensive the Adele tickets were, but to buy them because this was their, Mm -hmm. they had to put all these steps in place to prevent scalpers from buying like 500 tickets and then reselling them at eight times the price. It's crazy.
0: It's nuts. And and that's what Disney's become. You know, it both with the reservations that you have to try to get just to eat food at their parks, um but also with their merchandise that it is the same thing as the crazy Adele tickets of the of Disney. Like you just can't get um you can't just go and have a nice enjoyable no. time. There's no chill to disney any longer like,
1: no not chill not is all. gone so uh get ready for more crazy though because there's a new collectible merch line coming to shop disney uh oh, they after the success of Minnie mouse the attra- the main attraction we are getting a line of mickey mouse the main attraction
0: Okay, but what was a Minnie Mouse main attraction? I don't remember
1: what those were. All right, all right, all right. So the Minnie Mouse main attraction, basically, like, they took Minnie and put her in all the rides. And so they, like, made a Haunted Mansion Minnie Mouse. They made Haunted Mansion Minnie ears. They made, like, Space Mountain Minnie, like, all this different Minnie stuff based on the But hold on.
0: Was she just a stuffed animal, or are you saying, like, there were Oh,
1: all kinds of products that were... There were pins and ears and mugs and dolls. Like, oh. I'm looking at the Haunted Mansion stuff they did right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot. So what they're doing now is they're doing this for Mickey. Oh. And Minnie was only in the parks. Like, you had to go to the parks to buy the Minnie Mouse uh, main attraction. Like, they did a cute Big Thunder Mountain Minnie. Here, I'll show you. Look, so you can see. That was Big Thunder Mountain Minnie. Oh,
0: cute. Minnie. So okay. Oh, I saw those in the parks.
1: Yeah. So now they're gonna do a Mickey Mouse series of collectibles, same idea, for next year. Uh, except what I understand is it's gonna be on Shop Disney online. And so get ready for the same chaos to ensue uh online. And maybe they're actually being smart about this by doing it online because they're like, this avoids the mob scene at like downtown at you know, World of Disney yeah, or something.
0: For sure. But also, like, I'm just going to sit back and y'all enjoy this yeah, crazy I don't get fiasco. It. I don't
1: get it. Because frankly, like, if we bought it, it would end up in Noah's playpen and mm-hmm. be forgotten about one day. So,
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. Welcome <laughs> to the world of, like, you are dads of toddler. You do not get to have your own things any longer. Those no, things no, now, no. everything belongs to your son. And yep, uh, anything that was once beloved and cherished and kept in pristine condition, is no longer going to be so. Oh, no. There will
1: be one thing I have had since I was a child that will stay. His little sticky paws will never touch it. Okay. What is it? I may have to lock it in a box somewhere. Uh, It's (laughs) – don't laugh, everybody. It's my teddy bear (laughs) I've had since I was a kid. And, like, that thing is still with us. And his name is Teddy Teddy. He is still with us. And I love my son very much. But it is the one thing he will never touch or have.
0: Oh, Okay. Well, Teddy, that Teddy mean? can say. Does that make me a mean dad? No, not at all. Not at all. I I have Grizz, um, which Ray plays with a lot now, and she's really good with him. But I didn't bring him out. Same thing. He's my Teddy Teddy. He is Grizz, He's a little tiny bear, and uh, I kept him up on a high shelf away from her for her early, early years.
1: Yep. So I get That's it. Smart. That's smart. Okay, so that's those are kind of the updates. So we'll we'll see has the shop Disney Disney Park merch drama continues. Oh, but also I did notice tie dye has like become a thing again. It's uh,
0: been a thing for a couple of years. Get with the program or get on TikTok, <laughs> my friend. Sorry, um, but tie dye has been big for a few years now.
1: Uh, I'm wearing tie dye socks right now. Are you really? Those are fun. Yeah. Um, at Disneyland, they have a cool-looking tie-dye Disneyland spirit jersey that just went for sale. Ooh, that looks kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah, anyway. I, I'm into it. A good summer telling spirit you, jersey. I am suddenly a spirit jersey person.
0: That's all you, my friend. I, the spirit jersey is not for me.
1: Maybe you'll become a handbag person too. No, never. Maybe soon.
0: Never, <laughs> no. The the lounge fly. I I'm just not meant for all of it. No, thank you. It's Not for me.
1: <laughs> Did you see they made lounge fly has made a tiki room hat now. Have you seen that what? in the parks? Yeah, it's I'm a it Tiki Room hat. It actually, like, I love the hat, minus the giant Loungefly logo on the front of it. Look it up. Yeah. I mean, it's,
0: Oh, it's cute. Oh, it's like a trucker hat. It's like a trucker yeah, hat but style. But not,
1: because they stuck their Loungefly logo in the center on the front of it.
0: This looks like, um, oh, yeah, it is. It's giant. It says Disney Parks, Loungefly, real big. And then um, the Tiki. Yeah, they ruined the hat. The Tiki Man and then the the parrots are really cute, but they're very, like, cartoony looking. And um, the it looks wallpapery. It's like a wallpaper looking
1: hat. Honestly, I would have bought the hat if the logo wasn't smack in the middle of the front.
0: The hat, just so you know, folks, is $35. And then you can also buy the same print on a wallet for $50. <laughs> so there you go.
1: <laughs> I might have to get my mom that wallet as a present, though. She loves the Tiki Room. All right, Mom, because I know you listen. Maybe there's a Lounge Fly Tiki Room wallet coming. But she actually really loves the um, – oh, my gosh. She's going to disown me for forgetting what they're called. The other purse, the um, – they're like quilted purses. Um, there's like yes, a big store Disney I know Springs. what you're
0: talking about. Yeah. She
1: loves them. So I usually get her like a new bag from there with the Disney print on it when we go. And I got her looking. one with a bunch of Donalds on it.
0: Vera Bradley.
1: Vera Bradley. She loves her Vera Bradley bags. She's. Yep. yep. And they do a really okay. good collaboration with Disney on them. Well, there you go. Says me. Here. Who knew I knew this much?
0: I think you get her lounge fly for <laughs> one you- Um Well, Adam, should we get to our main attraction of the episode? We were going yes. to talk about a dining review That my family and I just participated in a couple of weeks ago, and I wanted to tell you all about it, because I had never done this particular meal before.
1: Well, it's food, it's Disney, I'm here for it.
0: You know me, I'm always on the app trying to see what kinds of reservations we can reserve, because I'm a fanatic about it, but... Like a few weeks ago, I saw the Storytellers Cafe pop up, and it is one of the two character meals that Disneyland is offering right now. With an asterisk, there is a princess one, a third meal right now that's like super expensive, like $125 a person. We did not do that. So there's like two regular meals with characters that's going on right now. And I thought, hey, I haven't had a character meal experience since – You know, post COVID pandemic, uh, I want to see what this is all about now. So we went. We took Ray to the Storytellers Cafe, which is inside the Grand Flor, um, not the Grand Floridian. Listen to me, the Grand Californian Hotel, (laughs) Ronco's, and uh, (laughs) I Ronco's. But very similar names. So it's called the Mickey Tales of Adventure. So if you see that, that's important to know that that's the character one that you're signing up for because storytellers does do dinner, but there are no characters at the dinner. So just a it. hot tip if you're looking to book this. We took Ray. Uh, she has not really had a lot of interactions with characters since the pandemic. Before the pandemic, that girl was all about the character interactions. So I thought this might be kind of different, and I'm curious to see how it all all shakes out. So the dining location at Storytellers is like across from the pool at the Grand Californian, and it's, it's cute. It's kind of a craftsman style. I mean, the whole building is craftsman style, but um, the – it's like a mess hall meets a craftsman cabin is what the interior of this. Is it open
1: as like a bar? Isn't there a bar called Craftsman Bar or something? Or no? Am the, I it making that it is.
0: But that's like I think over close by the pool. This is like a full okay. on like mess hall style restaurant that's right. across from the pool area. And it's really cute. They have like little silhouettes of like cowboys and horses on the walls and stuff. <laughs> and it's very Western very, very Western. So we booked it, you know, about 60 days out. I saw this reservation pop up a lot. So I don't think it's terribly challenging to get if you're looking to do a character meal, It, a character meal down in Florida. Those are next to impossible to get. Those are that Adele level style of right. reservation that you're going for. But here in California, I think it's They're just not as like touted as exciting or something. I don't know why, but people aren't clamoring for character meals out here on the West Coast. Well,
1: I wonder if it's also because COVID, because it is different. It's not the same that they used to be.
0: Yes, true. And I'll I'll explain how it's different, but I also think that they haven't really promoted that they are open. I didn't know that they were open and yeah. I'm basically a travel agent. So, um they've got Goofy's Kitchen over at Disneyland uh, hotel and they've got this Storytellers Cafe with characters. And I was like, "Oh, those are back open." Huh. So kind of slipped through the radar. Um so that it is $51 per adult and adult is ages 10 and up, so just a heads up on that. And $29 oh, wait, wait, for a wait. child.
1: 50. Would you say 50? $51.
0: 51. Dude, what? That's
1: for honestly a character for character breakfast. That's not bad.
0: I didn't think it was that bad. You're going to be paying closer to $60 in Florida for the same experience. Yeah, that's
1: what I was saying. So oh, okay.
0: not terrible for a character meal. If you go for dinner, it's like it's still um, buffet style, but I think it's like $45. So a little bit less. Okay. Um, breakfast is served from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. And then they switch over to brunch from 11 to 1.30. And that, I think, my friend, is the sweet spot. So I would tell you, go for brunch. If, for whatever reason, you don't get a reservation, they were taking walk-ups when we got there. Uh, And it was anybody who showed up, like, around 12.30 to 1, they were seating. The place was about half full. So I'd say if you're going in an off-season and you want a character meal – Go around that like lunch hour and you're basically going to get lunch. They call it brunch, but they had a full lunch menu available. The food was buffet style. It was brunch. Um, We loved it. It was really fun. Ray had the best time picking out her food. I think brunch for a five-year-old is like a great time for her to experience uh, because she was like, that Mickey waffle. I want to try that omelet. I want all the fruit. (laughs) Um, Her favorite thing I asked her before we hopped on on the podcast and she said her favorite thing was the bag of watermelon juice. It was a I've bag.
1: seen this on the internet. Yeah. They literally yeah. just stick watermelon juice in a bag with a straw? Yes, they do How it, is it with that not like messing. OJ
0: as well. Shockingly it wasn't like they tied it with like a cute little ribbon. I was very hesitant like I was like this bag is going to break. I know it, but it didn't. And she took one for the road and she carried it all around Disneyland and finished drinking it there and the second one didn't break either. So Okay. I don't know, indestructible plastic bag. But it looks like a little goldfish bag. It's cute and a little weird. Um, so that was her favorite thing, followed closely by the Mickey waffles. And then she also ordered some hamburgers, which I'll explain in a second too. But um, for Ryan and I, we said hands down the chile kiles was the best on the like brunch area mm. uh, buffet. I-, I got some roasted like, – So wait, was the buffet
1: – actually open
0: the buffet was actually open wow the buffet was fully open you did have to wear your mask when you walked in and when you got up to get your food so but when you're seated just like anywhere you didn't I, to wear i'm your just mask.
1: surprised they like had the buffet up and running because so many of the places have turned to like a prefix you choose or they bring it over to they bring like family style over to the table or things like that so that's yeah. impressive that the buffet was actually open.
0: This was full-on buffet and also the selection of food choices. So that was the other piece that I feel like we did not take full advantage of. And my tip to you or whoever goes next, should you should take advantage of this. It wasn't totally clear to us from our server, but they also have a menu of served items that you can choose and anything is available to you. So you can order a bajillion of any of their serve selections. And so... We ended up – the server, like, towards the end of our meal was really pushing us to, like, look at this menu. And we're kind of full at this point. We're like, well, I guess we'll get something from here. And he says, though, the sliders are really good. So we ordered these, like, mini cheeseburger sliders. What we didn't know is they were actually, like, a kid's cheeseburger slider. Like, they tasted like a kid's meal. Ray loved them. And Ryan and I were both like, we just ordered a kid's meal. What is wrong with us? um no shame in ordering kid's meals. <laughs> It, it was just so super plain. So I wish I had ordered. They have an avocado toast on ciabatta bread on there. Ooh. They have a shawarma chicken skewer. They've got Ooh. grilled asparagus. They've got impossible meatballs. Oh, I should have gotten those. And the thing I'm most disappointed about that was on the um on this served selections menu was beignet bites with the powdered sugar on top. I know. I didn't know any of that existed. So Dana. Yeah, it was a little bit of a mess. I know. I know. I'm terrible. So next time I go, honestly, I think I'm just going to order all of this stuff from the served menu and kind of skip the buffet line. But so the food overall, I thought was pretty solid. I wouldn't say it's like outstanding, stuck out in my head forever. We'll go there every time for the food. I will, however, go there every time for the character interactions. I was really impressed with how those went. For this restaurant, they guarantee you that you're going to meet Mickey because it's Mickey's Tales of Adventure. So the main guy, he's going to be there. And he's adorable. He looks like Indiana Jones. He's got like the Indiana Jones it. hat on <laughs> and like a little Western garb. And he's super adorable. Um, and they also have Minnie, Pluto, and Chip and Dale who are roaming the the restaurant.
1: I got to tell you, Chip and Dale have quickly become my favorites because of the interactions oh. we have with them. They're They're the best. They're funny. They were up on when we were on the lazy. Well, we had that great interaction with them at Touch of Disney or Taste of Disney whatever it was um, when they were like playing with Noah's diaper bag, basically. Um, And then at Alani, they were up on the um, they were up on a bridge that you kind of passed by them twice on the lazy river. And yeah. Noah, we were calling it the SS dad. Like Noah would just sit on my chest as I was laying in the inner tube being like shuffled <laughs> around the lazy river. And just so we like saw Chippendale at one point and they waved at him, made faces with him. And then like then we saw him later and they were like, just continued to play with him. Like we just saw you there and now you're here. And it's just, yeah, it was really cute.
0: They're a good time. You know that I they have a soft <laughs> spot in my heart always. But I will say they're one of the best to like. Play because you get to work with somebody else, you know, and yeah. play off of each other. So it is fun. I love Chippendale. Uh, but they're all dressed up as well. Minnie was uh, obviously adorable in like this khaki ensemble. She was very like true Beverly Hills.
1: Uh, she
0: had a uh, like a camera. So it looked like fashionable. Minnie was ready to go hiking up a mountain in Yosemite National Park. It love was it. very cute. And Pluto had like a bolo tie. It was so cute. So we loved it. Here's how they're doing character interactions, at least at Disneyland post-COVID at a restaurant. So the music starts playing every, I would say, 20 minutes. And all of the characters come parading out from the kitchen. And they make a big grand sweep for about, it takes them about a minute. And they, they wave to everybody. And the music's playing, you know, Louder than the normal music, yeah. so you know this is kind of special. They wave to everybody, and then they split apart, and half of the characters take the right side of the restaurant, the other half take the left, and they stop the kind of a rolling a California stop, if you will.
1: Uh, <laughs> hey, look! If the stop sign has a white border on it, it's optional. What? Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. Wait, stop really? signs of the white border are optional.
0: No, they're not. You're giving. You're smirking <laughs> okay. at me.
1: Every stop sign is. I'm a white gullible. Border. But in California, you just walk uh, through them, apparently.
0: It's true. But yeah, so they kind of stop at your table. They wave to you. And they did this, I think, three or four times in the duration of our meal. And so we got a lot of time seeing them. They're, they only stop for like a maybe 30 seconds each table, they're not going to be spending it's like a lot long of time. enough
1: to snap a selfie and then they go.
0: Yes. But here's what I learned. And this is my hot tip to all of you. And this doesn't just include a character meal. This is anytime you're interacting with a character. If you, the guest interact with them more and you lead the conversation, That character is going to stick around longer and enjoy that conversation even more. They can't speak back to you. But if you start it, which is what I did a lot for our family, I, I would tell Minnie I loved her outfit. I would ask her if she'd taken some cute photos. And obviously she can't answer it. So she just kind (laughs) of nods and smiles and gives a lot of hearts and, and blows kisses. But the more that I would interact with her, the more she's posing for us, the more she's showing off her beautiful little outfit and like snapping pictures of us. And I noticed for my daughter, who's a little shy it really brought her out of her shell. She had at first wanted to sit like furthest away from the characters in our booth. And then after round two, she was like, daddy, switch with me. I want to be up front. And then she was really interacting with them. We got a couple cute photos of her with them. Um, It felt like we were back into the, pre you know covid era of getting to have a really special interaction with characters. That's fun. Yeah, I loved it. Big big fan, especially for those of you who have shy kids who maybe don't want to like jump forward to see yeah. Mickey in the parks. This is a really great alternative and you're going to get a lot of that one-on-one attention that you're looking for.
1: So would you do it again? Would you pay to do it again?
0: I don't think I would do it more than once a year. For sure I would do that this once sense. a year. I don't think it's worth Doing it, like, every time we visit, for example.
1: Well, the other week when we had Felicia Melissa on, we talked about the character breakfast we did at Alani. This seems so much better and such a better experience yes. than we had. this. Your experience sounds like what we had when Kurt and I went to Topolino's Terrace in October of 2020 and had the character mm-hmm. breakfast there. And they were coming around the tables. They, like, all parade in. And then they, like, and they were wearing their art artist palette, like, stuff there, yes. which was really cute. Or ink and paint. Sorry, ink and paint and um, they would, like, come by the tables and do the same thing, interact, take some pictures, and then go to the next table and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's what we were hoping we were going to get in the Lani, but as you guys heard the other week, nope, not quite what we got.
0: I can't believe it kept them, like, behind your buffet line. Like, that seems so weird.
1: It was weird, but there also was no buffet. You had to order off the menu and choose your entree. They, like, And it used to be a buffet-style character breakfast, but Hawaii is just... Beyond any other state in the country, when it comes to COVID precautions that they've got going on there, so I'm not super surprised.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. But California is really, you know, we've been really strict about our protocol as well. So I was surprised that the buffet was using your the same serving utensils. Yeah, but I guess like they've um, really
1: figured out that you're not getting COVID from touching stuff. Like that totally. whole like phase where we yeah. were literally wiping our groceries down on the way in from the store. Like that's gone. Yep. Because they realized it was pointless. Yep. So who knows? Yep. I I I love a buffet, but what I do love even more though, and I, this is what I wish some of these places did, but it takes so much more manpower. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but my favorite brunch spot in Vegas is at the Win, and it's at um it's like the Wine Cellar or something. I can't remember what it's called exactly. Sorry, folks, I'll look it up. Um, but they do a past brunch. So what you uh-huh. do is you sit down, and they have like probably 15 savory items and 15 sweet items that they just bring around with the waiter and they're just constantly bringing it to your table and like bringing you more and more and they're like, do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want this? Do you want that? And they just bring it out and plop it on your table. And then you're that's just the
0: buffet at the win or that's
1: like, no, no, no. that's a separate restaurant at the win, but that's how they do their brunch. Gotcha. Okay. That's really interesting. Delicious. Anyway. Oh, well, that I sounds fun. Like I think character breakfasts are fun. I think when Noah gets older, we'll do them again when mm-hmm. he can appreciate it more. But yeah. Yeah,
0: I booked a couple for our trip that we're doing down to Florida in a in a month and I'm excited. We're gonna do the Topolino's Terrace, which I have not You'll done yet, so I can't go wait. out
1: to the patio after brunch and check out the views. Like it's the rooftop oh, okay. patio is gorgeous. Yep.
0: Okay, I will. And we also booked Tusker House, which is my personal favorite Love character Tusker meal House. that I've experienced there. So very excited. The food there is phenomenal. But, you know, when we did the trip when Ray was two to Florida, we also did a couple character meals and she was not into them. We did the princess yeah. one. Ooh, she was like, Snow White, get out of my face. I'm here eating like my, <laughs> you know, Mickey waffle. Leave like, me my Mickey waffle
1: alone. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. I, uh, I
1: Well, we'll see. It sounds nice.
0: I think I'm curious to see how she handles these this next round. And like I said, she loved this one. So I think five and uh, like five to eight is probably the sweet spot for character meals for your kids.
1: I will say this, too, though. I'm okay with how they're doing these. Like, I don't know if I need to get up and like hug every character that every other kids hugged. And I'm sure like the laundry people at the parks are very happy because it's like these costumes probably just get like sticky fingered all over. When you oh, used to yes. be able with like kids, like you know, could grab yep. and hug and all that stuff, like I wonder if this this might stay. This might be something that sticks around post.
0: Oh, I think they it definitely. If will. there
1: ever is a time post COVID, are we ever? Is that ever going to happen? I don't know.
0: Probably <sighs> not.
1: But yeah,
0: uh, something else that you reminded me of uh, when we left, they had an attendant give all of us like these buttons that said Storytellers Cafe, and then we got a little postcard that had the signatures of all the characters oh, that's cute. and. As a former character performer, I was like, oh, man, these guys really lucked out that they didn't have to sit here and sign with those giant gloves. They're just handing these pre-made postcards out, which is a dream. They, I wish get, I had had that experience. Yeah, you'll get you'll there. get
1: one of those at Topolinos, too, which is cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I hope they keep that. Like, it, it's just not worth it. Folks, like, nobody cares about the signatures. Don't bring an autograph book. No. I, I just don't think that they're worth it. Keeping, especially in this day and age when all you care about is the photo, so. (laughs) But there you have it. That's my Storytellers Cafe review. I like it. Highly recommend it. Look for those reservations in advance, but if for whatever reason you don't get it and you're there in the off time, my big tip is go around that 12 to 1 o'clock hour and see if they can seat you.
1: Great. All right. Well, Dana, again, happy New Year's Day. And while we record this and happy three weeks into 2022, maybe like looking into the looking glass, it's like 2022 is going to have been off to an amazing start, right? That's where we're at three weeks in when you're listening to this. Things are great.
0: Yes. Please Let's tell us, so. folks, that everything <laughs> is great here on January 1st, 2022, that oh we are just living living the dream three weeks Still in. Still
1: processing 2020. All right. All right. Well, uh, Dana, have a great week. Um, we'll talk to you guys soon. You
0: too, Adam. Great seeing you. And uh, everybody who's been listening, you know how to reach out to us. Uh, let us know what you think. Write us a review, please. We are desperate to get some more reviews. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, you can always find us you know, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and you can write those or reviews Google. on those sites. Or Google. Google Podcasts. Or our website. All right. Yep. Just find us. All right.
1: We're findable. (laughs) Just do it. (laughs) Have a good one, everybody.
0: All right. Take care.